I can already see it in your eyes how passionate <laughs> you are about this topic. Yeah, this is very funny. Pokemon number one. <laughs> a wild Pokemon appears. Yeah. It kind of feels like it fits the Pokemon vibe. It's kind of a pun and a clever twist, but like isn't super literally. You don't think Tanner's creative enough to come up with this? No. Hello and welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are spotlighting the wonderful continent of Asia this month, and we're continuing our theme with our quiz master, Tanner. Hello. He's going to be doing a Find the Fake episode on the wonderful Japanese creatures of Pokemon. He just wants to talk about Pokemon. Let's be real. So he's going to present us with four Pokemon, except one of them he has invented. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in figuring out which one of his Pokemon is Pokenut a thing. <laughs> it's Pokemon. Wow. It's okay. like, it's a Nintendon't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So to begin with, our PQQ is... Pikachu. Pikachu, PQQ. <laughs> It's kind of a useful tiebreaker question for Trivia Nights. Oh. Because it's who can get the closest. Oh, boy. The question is, as of recording, how many species of Pokemon are there? See a number and I'll I, follow your I lead. I feel like they hit a thousand recently. Yeah. Like that was big news that they like finally hit a thousand. Yeah. I only know like the first three or four generations. So, and I don't know them very well. That's like- thousand pokemon that's a lot i know yeah i really only well each generation is about 150 okay this episode is i'm just gonna be like taking bs to the next i was gonna say did you ever play i did i did i played i watched i collected cards i did all of those things okay to answer your question i think it's 1321 see a thousand isn't divisible by 150 so maybe i should be more specific 1100 oh wow okay so there are nine generations, making 1,021 uh-huh. Pokemon species. Okay. So, so about 1,000. Yes, about 1,000. Okay. Today we're going to talk about the later generations. We won't oh. get super nostalgic because, yeah, I think some of them would come back to you and yeah, you'd be like, no, remember I remember that. Yeah. I can already see it in your eyes how passionate <laughs> you are about this topic. Yeah, this is very funny. Actually, I think almost every time we went to Japan, we ended up at the Pokemon Center. Okay. Yeah. So they have like shops with like... Merchandise, but Mm -hmm. like their official merchandise and stuff. And Tanner, we had to go every time. Oh, yeah. We had to go to the Pokemon Center. Hidden the the candy store. The Poke Center. Oh, yeah. I could stay there all day. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why I'm very curious which Pokemon you made up. Yeah. Because if there's already like, let's say, 1,021 of them, Mm -hmm. then you're really out of choice. What else are you going to add that doesn't exist already? I know. And it has to have the right vibe. There's a specific vibe to Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious. We might not be good at Pokemons, but we're very good at catching lives. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I would like to think so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Pokemon number one. A wild Pokemon appears. Yeah. Pokemon number one. Poltegeist. It's not a very Japanese name. Well, they're the English names, right? Okay. Yeah, they're not going to be named like Pikachu. They're yeah. more like Charizard. Okay. You know, so this is Poltegeist. Poltegeist. This is a ghost type Pokemon. Oh, I couldn't have guessed that. And it is known as the Black Tea Pokemon. Wait, is it like a haunted tea bag? It's a haunted teapot. Teapot. Uh-huh. So every Pokemon has a number, a type, and then like a, a sub name. Mm-hmm. Like 
Pikachu is the mouse Pokemon. Right. Yeah. This is the black tea Pokemon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll read you the Bulbapedia biology entry for it. Poltegeist is a Pokemon made of black tea. Its body is purple with yellow accents as well as yellow eyes and mouth. Its arms are thin and its hands have three digits. It has two small legs. Poltegeist inhabits a large white teapot with cracks and holes in it, exposing parts of Poltegeist's body. The teapot has a yellow handle as well as yellow accents on its cover and bottom. There are light blue swirly patterns surrounding the teapot. And the black tea that composes Poltegeist's body has a distinctly delicious flavor, but can cause strong chills when swallowed and may induce indigestion, stomach aches, and even death if drunk in excess. Wow. Okay. Couple notes. First of all, what did you do to Mrs. Potts? Please, <laughs> please stop. It has legs and arms and hands. Yeah. That's really freaking me out. That's creepy. Is it normal for ghost Pokemons to have body? Hondra has those really creepy, yeah. like, hovering hands yeah. that are, like, not connected to its body. Mm-hmm. Right. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I was picturing, like, it's just a haunted teapot. But right. it's like a Cubone situation where it's, mm-hmm. like, the Pokemon's actually inhabiting the teapot. Right. Which is terrifying. Yeah. I'm not terrified by any You're of not those. terrified? No. You have more than just normal attacks, so you're good. <laughs> First of all, this is a cartoon. And imagine, we don't have to get terrified. I mean, I can be creeped out. I'm creeped out by this. Yeah. I mean, it's not the cleverest of puns. Yeah. And this description sounds okay, of course. I like the fact that in the teacup, that's how you spot it. Like, there are cracks. Yeah. Also, people are consuming this Pokemon. Like, that's what I'm saying about how, like, it's weird. Mm. It's creepy. Yeah. Did you mix up the episodes with Halloween? Yeah, right? (laughs) Okay, we're starting out with someone spooky. Yeah. Okay. And number. What oh, is yeah. its what number? number? 855. 855. Okay. okay. He could just be doing Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Just poltergeist match with some other names, like, I mean, list, like a compound a, of It's just some... a pun of poltergeist and yeah, tea. Exactly. Another thing I think is interesting, I can't tell if it makes it seem more realistic or less realistic, is that like this is not a Japanese tea idea. Right. right. This is the very Western mm-hmm. European type of tea. Mm-hmm. So... It's like one of those things where it's like, well, I could see Japanese people using that as inspiration yeah. because it's right. kind of cute and fun to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why? Why wouldn't they use a Japanese style tea creature? Right. They have tea in Japan. All right. So I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay. I can pokey a few holes in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Pokemon number two, Copper Raja. This is a steel type Pokemon. It is the Copper Derm Pokemon. Number 879. Copper Raja. Kaparaja. So it has copper skin. Yes. Kaparaja is a large cuboid elephantine Pokemon with a dark green body and a light teal underbelly. Untarnished copper accents cover most of its face and pattern its ears, feet, trunk, and back. It has short, blunt tusks and a long, broad, muscular trunk that ends in three claw-like protrusions. Oh, no. It has three raised white ridges on the end of its trunk and several rocky protrusions on the dome of its skull. It has enough physical strength to pull an airplane, and its trunk is strong enough to crush boulders into powder. It lives in social herds and has a boastful disposition. Wow. Okay, so it's a metal elephant. Okay. Where's this name come from? The name's weird. Copperaja. 
I mean, it's very weird to me. Like, I don't understand why people would have put copper on an elephant. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that like a, is that a pun in Japanese or something? Like, does that make sense somewhere else? Because I'm like, why would you put copper on an elephant? I get that they were like, let's do a series of metals, you know, Pokemon with metals. Mm-hmm. Why an elephant? Yeah. I don't get it. But then that's the question is, I don't get this because. I it, know enough. I don't know enough. Yeah, exactly. Or is it because it is the creepy metallic mm-hmm. brainchild of Tanner's brain. Right. <laughs> One of the things I like about Pokemon is that like sometimes you just have this out there thing right. where you're like, why does mm-hmm. this exist? I don't know. Yeah. Why is this a giant river guy with a shell on his head? Like, why? Why is this a thing? But I do know that like sometimes when you dig a little deeper, mm-hmm. you find out that like, well, in Japanese culture, this is a pun or this is a some kind of mythological creature. And so these things make sense. So I'm wondering if it's like we don't get it because we don't get the reference. Correct. But maybe it makes sense in Japanese. In Japanese. Do I get a phone a friend? Can I call (laughs) one my Japanese friend? Yeah, call a Japanese friend. Confirm. Yeah. I don't know. If these were the only two Pokemons and they were like one of them was made up, I think I would pick this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where I'm stuck is I think I know Tanner pretty well. Decently well. Mm -hmm. This doesn't sound like something from his mind. Mm. I struggle to see where he would have thought of this, where he would have gotten it. So like, mm, but we have to hear two more. Pokemon number three, Kalinkwell, the quill Pokemon, number 899. This is a poison and flying type. Okay. Kalinkwell has a black avian head ending in a beak reminiscent of the metal nib on a fountain pen. Its beak has a vertical slit which drips sticky poisonous ink. It has two purple dots on its head for eyes. Its thin body is in the shape of a feather with two black raven-like wings extending just below its head. The feathers making up its wings are black with a bluish sheen. It uses its wings to constantly stay in flight. Okay, so it's not an inkwell, no. but it's like a bird inspired by an inkwell. <laughs> Cal, is that like referring to some kind of bird? It's C-A-L-L. So like call? Call. Colinquil? Colinquil. Okay. My only thing that I'm going off of why I believe it. Mm, okay. Is I don't think Tanner would come up with that. Mm. This sounds believable to me. Yeah. yeah. It's it is quite clever actually. Yeah. Like to use the nib as a beak. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of fun. I guess they're really grasping at straws by this point <laughs> in the generation. <laughs> what I like about this is that it's not staying. Like it's flying, right? That's yeah. yeah, it's like a flying one. Yeah, mm, and I like that's... that it's like inky black. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely like it kind of feels like it fits the Pokemon vibe. Right. Of like it's kind of a pun and a clever twist, but like isn't super literal. Like I don't like the Pokemon that are just like literally objects from real life. Mm-hmm. Which of the later generations there are quite a few of those right. where it's just like, this is a magic broom. This like, is like clever. Like yeah. it's like they took something that's real mm-hmm. and they made it a thing mm. or Tanner made it again yeah. I don't know where his inspiration would have been mm. does he use a fountain pen he does have some fountain pens mm. he can never get them to work maybe that's the inspiration that the Cease- ink doesn't come out ceaseless <laughs> just struggle in our apartment okay it's like I mean you don't, you don't think Tanner's creative enough to come up with this no wow <laughs> wow okay let's park that thought <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i had to put money on it no right right no i'm 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 uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is taking a beating Yikes. it's super effective <laughs> 
He is confused. No. He hit it, hurt himself in and his then, confusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then he'll be like, the live was fact number three. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Pokemon number three. Yeah. yeah. Don't faint, okay? <laughs> Don't black out. I'm going to black out. Okay. Pokemon oh. number four, Fido. It's the puppy Pokemon, and it's a fairy type. It's number 926, and the spelling tells you more about it. It's F-I-D-O-U-G-H. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, is it like a cupcake? Fido is a small canine Pokemon with a large head and stubby legs. The head contains small black beady eyes with rounded eyebrow-like growths on top, a snout with a rounded triangular nose, and a tiny mouth. Its rounded ears resemble pastries or bread buns. Mm -hmm. Its fur is off-white in coloration with yellow accents on the top of its head, its eyebrows, the insides of its ears, around its neck, and on its tail. Its smooth, moist skin is firm yet soft to the touch and has elastic qualities. When agitated, it puffs itself up to appear larger in order to intimidate its opponents. Like a pastry? Wow. And that would be fairy type. Yeah, it's fairy type. Interesting choice. I guess it's not normal. So I feel like... When I heard the name, I knew it was the pun was going to be that it's like a pastry. And when he said fairy type, I was picturing like a really cute, glitzy, like cupcake like thing. But then it sounded kind of like a more boring. Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be like a cuter dessert, but it's right. more boring, mm-hmm. which then makes me think that like it's probably real mm-hmm. because I think Tanner would have gone full Western cutesy pastry. This sounds more like a Japanese or East Asian kind of dessert. Which is not as like sugary, sticky. So <laughs> that was what threw me off. Like if he had described mm-hmm. something that was like basically a glitzy cupcake dog, I would have been like, mm, yeah. I don't know. I like the wordplay, the pastry part, cute dog. Yes, I like that. But it's totally... like it's a bun yeah, and not a, bun. a cake. Yeah, exactly. There's very Asian elements to mm-hmm. it. I also feel I'm inclined to believe this. The fact that it's a dog mm, is something where I'm like, ooh, okay. Tanner yeah. would invent a dog. Right. I could see the process of mm-hmm. going with Fido, mm-hmm. oh, doe, oh, mm-hmm. it's a cake dog. Mm-hmm. But then the physical description of it, instantly when you said fairy type, I was like, I'm thinking sprinkles, I'm yeah. thinking icing, sugar, you know, like that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. But this one's more basic than yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Wow. We have caught them all now, and we need to get into our Pokédex and hear those again before we decide which one of them is fake. All right. Pokémon number one, Poltegeist, the Black Tea Pokémon. Pokémon number two, Copper Raja, the Copper Derm Pokémon. Pokemon number three, Kalinkwell, the quill Pokemon. And Pokemon number four, Fido, the puppy Pokemon. One of those I made up. I cannot believe that. I'm like genuinely like, I have zero idea. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is extremely difficult. So step one, well done. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yes. wow. Well, I guess we have to go by the description, right? What yeah. seems realistic. I think I'm going to pick number one. Oh, see, I was also going to pick number one. Yeah. I thought, because I know somewhere else where that is. Right. With like Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast mm-hmm. and the yeah. Mrs. The Potts reference. and Chip. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I could see where he got that from. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got the other ones from. Right. If the, he had made I those no up. no reference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. I'm like, well, 
yeah. even comes up with a copper elephant? Mm-hmm. What's that from? I don't know. So Poltergeist, Copper Raja. What was the third one? I forget. That was the Inkwell. Kalinkwell. Kalinkwell. That one I think is maybe real because he keeps saying it wrong. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I think it's supposed to be Kalinkwell. Ah, uh, Kalinkwell. Yeah. And he keeps saying Kalinkwell. Okay. And I don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I, he would know how wow. to say his love, own Pokemon name. <laughs> yes. But also I found Kalinkwell to be like the most... Pokemon in terms of like the description and what it does and everything. Yeah. Like that's the most believable mm. that I find. I'm so very scared to say these things and then it just comes back to bite me. Poltergeist, yeah. I think it's that one. Yeah. I, we're going to put all of our Pokemon in one ball. <laughs> one ball? Well, you better hope it's the master ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're doing it. Okay, so you're both going with Poltergeist, yeah. number one. Yep. All right. Team Rocket strikes again. Oh, it no. is not correct. Oh, no. no. Poltergeist is real. It evolves from Sinisty. So it really is just Chip and Mrs. Potts. It's oh a my teacup God. It's and literally, it evolves into a pot. That is exactly Beauty and the Beast. What's really fun is there's a different Pokemon called Polchageist, which is the Japanese matcha version. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I thought that would be, I would too never obvious. come up with that. Yeah. That's too obvious. That's cute. See, but yeah. that that was a point I had yeah. made about how like, well, that's black tea. Yeah. Is, that's European style. Exactly. That's not... So they have a matcha version. They that makes sense version. now. That's yeah. super yeah. cute. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pokemon number two, Copper Raja is real. Yeah. And just from Copper plus Maharaja, mm-hmm. like the great king. Mm-hmm. This is Fido. It evolves into Doc's bun. Oh my god, they're adorable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <gasps> I love the fairy types. They're so cute. The reason I kept saying Kalinkwell wrong was because I made it by combining calligraphy and ah. inkwell. So <laughs> I like how he was laughing when I was making fun of him. I was like, because he's saying his <laughs> own saying saying the saying name wrong. I'm saying my own wrong. Kalinkwell. <laughs> yeah. I okay. thought it was call like a bird. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. But no, you went calligraphy. Ah, calligraphy. I, I did a similar thing with the T where I didn't use a Japanese calligraphy brush because mm-hmm. there's already kind of like a paintbrush Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So I went with a more Western style quill pen or fountain pen right. yeah. and made that up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I so. guess a quill and a fountain pen are different things. So yeah. I should have known that was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where did you come up with that? I was like, well, is there a pen Pokemon? And so there's a lamp, there's a teacup, mm-hmm. and there's no pen Pokemon. So I like pens. It really is from him I mean, constantly fighting his fountain pens. It to get really them was. To yeah. Work. That damn nib. It's, yeah. It's, it's super so effective. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the description to me, it sounded super real. That's why I put it as like my most believable yeah. one. See, like you can come up with different Pokemon all day long, but then to check if there's actually one like that and to write it like they write it, that's hard. Oh, yeah. is it? Did you do a great job? <laughs> you know, well, I mean, just, Soup's uh, totally believed it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, I guess our expectations for Tanner are just that low. Oh, no. (laughs) I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We'll be finishing up our spotlight on Asia next week. I am going to be your quiz master, and I'm going to be doing the very tricky task of inventing a Hindu god. So be ready for that, whatever that's going to be. I have to fool the Indian about India. We'll see how that goes. And as always, thanks for listening. He just loves pockets.